Here is a sermon that was preached by Pastor Ballon in one of the Sunday morning services. And this morning, as we continue our series on Follow Me, I would like to title this morning's message as Follow Me Willingly. Last week, we talked about following Jesus Christ intimately. And this morning, Spirit of God wants to speak to us concerning following Lord Jesus Christ willingly. Before we really get into the Word of God, just want you to take, to take you through the rational behind this topic. You know, God wants us to follow Him. As we said, there are many observers today. There are many believers. There are many fans of Lord Jesus Christ. There are many visitors and many beneficiaries, but there are very few who follow Lord Jesus Christ. Following Lord Jesus Christ it takes so much from our lives. It's a commitment that we make to Lord God saying that I would like to follow you. And God is looking for followers. God is not looking for people who, who can come and enjoy and just go away and get into the world without following Lord Jesus. But he is expecting godly people who can follow Lord Jesus Christ not only on Sunday but even the remaining days of their lives. You know, only those who follow Jesus Christ on this earth can go into eternity as they are supposed to follow Lord God even into the eternity. Unless we follow Lord God today on this earth, it is very difficult for us to make someone else to follow Lord Jesus. Because follower of Lord Jesus Christ is also known as, known as disciples. Have you heard, of the, heard of the, about the term disciples? Yes? No? Let me get some response, yes? So followers of Lord Jesus Christ is also known as disciples. And you need to be a disciple to make another disciple. So it is easy. You know, if we follow Lord God, we can make others to follow Lord Jesus Christ. And we also talked about a couple of profound and powerful words that Jesus spoke. One such word is Jesus looked at the disciples as they were fishing in the side of the sea. And he said, follow me. And moment Jesus said, we see Peter and Andrew, they left their net and follow Lord Jesus Christ. And following God is expected out of our lives today. God is expecting all of us to follow him. God wants us to follow him, not only intimately, but he's also willing us to follow him willingly. He's expecting us to follow him willingly. You know, I would take you to, the, you know, through a couple of scriptures in a moment that will clarify what do, you, what do I mean by saying following Lord Jesus willingly. You know, today if we look at the world, especially if we look at the Christianity, many follow Lord Jesus with grudges in their mind. Means they, have, they think about their past. They carry some amount of bitterness in their heart and they try to follow Lord Jesus Christ. Some others may follow Lord Jesus without any satisfaction in their lives. They follow Lord Jesus, you know, with the irritation. They get irritated for so many things and they follow Lord Jesus Christ because somehow they want to follow Lord God. They follow Lord God with so much of disappointment in their lives. And you know what? They follow Lord Jesus because somebody is asking them to follow. They follow Lord God with compulsion, with force. They follow Lord Jesus Christ. But Jesus is expecting us to follow him willingly. Follow him willingly. You know, think about when Jesus called his disciples. They just followed Lord Jesus. 
without any restriction, without any hesitation, they left their profession and they followed Lord Jesus Christ. That means they willingly followed Lord Jesus. In John chapter 6, verse 67 says, John chapter 6, 67, you know, at some point of time in the, in the ministry of Lord Jesus, he looked at the disciples and he said, even if you want to go away, you can go away. You know why he said so? Because some of the disciples who started following Lord Jesus, they left him because they found the teaching is very tough. The teaching is very tough, right? Do you find so? Yes? Yes or no, really? No? Yes? No, right? So we have a mixed feeling here. So, you know, sometimes we find it very difficult because at times the scripture is very strict in some areas. We want to live our life in, in, a, in a different way, but scripture does not allow us to do that. Some of the disciples who followed Lord Jesus, especially when he was talking about the bread that came from heaven, the blood that was shed for them, for the remission of sins. Disciples, some of them, they found it very difficult. And they said, it's all enough. We are going back. And there are a couple of them. Maybe the 12 disciples only following Lord God. And even Jesus turned to them and he said, even if you would like to go, just please go. And you know what they said? They did not want to go. They said, Lord, you have the words of eternal life. Peter said, I will follow you. They willingly, they willingly followed Lord Jesus Christ. Some of those who got healed by Lord God, blind Bartimaeus. He got healed by Lord Jesus. And scripture says, if you can read in Mark 10, 46 to 52, we'll not go there. Blind Bartimaeus, when Jesus healed him, he got up and he followed Lord Jesus Christ on the road. That's what scripture says. Even some of the people, they followed willingly. They followed Lord Jesus Christ. Some of the scribes, they listened to the teaching of Lord Jesus Christ and they, find, they found that he is teaching with great authority and they decided to follow Lord Jesus Christ. One of the scribes came to Lord Jesus and told, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you go. You know, this morning God is asking us to follow him willingly. Think about Lord Jesus when he came down from heaven. Do you think the heavenly father pushed him down? No. He pushed somebody else down. Who? Satan. Lucifer was pushed down from heaven because he wanted to be there in heaven and God did not allow him. He pushed him down. But when he spoke to Jesus, even when he knew in his spirit, because the spirit of God is the mediator between God the Father and Son Jesus, he knew very well what was going on in the mind of the Father. The moment the Father thought to send his own son to son Jesus to this world. And Jesus was willing. He said... He looked at his father. He would have looked at his father and he said, he told him, Father, I'm willing to go down. I'm willing to go down and die for humanity because we know that we loved humans so much. Willingly, Jesus came down to this earth. Willingly, he took the cross. You know, he never resisted. When Roman soldiers were beating him on the back, he never resisted. He never retaliated. He never, uh, you know, hesitated to take the cross on him. Willingly, he took the cross on him. And scripture says, willingly, he gave his life. John 10 verse 17 says, Therefore, my father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it again. Jesus was not killed at the cross. 
Jesus gave his life at the cross. Jesus was crucified, but nobody could kill him there at the cross because Jesus laid down his life. He willingly laid down his life. He willingly obeyed his father. He willingly gave his life for you and me. You know, in Christianity, in church, everything happens willingly. You know, if you try to force somebody to do something, they may do it for one day, two days, three days, but then it will not happen. God expects us to do everything willingly. He's expecting us to follow willingly. Let's take it further this morning. Willingly following Lord Jesus Christ. That means we are not asked by anyone to follow Lord God. The moment you came to know that Jesus is the true savior. Moment you came to know God is longing for a relationship with you. It is you who decided that I will follow Lord Jesus Christ. Willingly once we follow Lord God, we don't ask, we don't really depend on someone to tell us. Today people, we see people following Lord God for various benefits. They are not following Lord willingly. You know, people follow Lord Jesus Christ today thinking that they can gain something if they become Christians. You know, that's some of the wrong teaching that are going on in different parts of the globe today. If you come to Jesus Christ, you will have a very pleasant life. If you come, to, come and accept Lord Jesus Christ, you will not have sickness at all. If you come and accept Lord Jesus Christ, money will keep coming in your life, right? You will be never, you, you will be a debtor, right? Because that's what scripture says. Right? So it's a good teaching, but then you know you need to balance. Lord God said, Jesus said, in this world you will have? You will have? Come on, let, let me hear some voice. In this world you will have? Tribulations. But be of good cheer because I have overcome this world. You know, Jesus said, he spoke about both. He spoke about trouble in this world. But in the midst of trouble, God can do a miracle that is also true so you willingly following lord jesus that simply means we are not just following god for any benefit do you say that lord if you give me pnp approved if you give me permanent residency approved then only i will follow lord god otherwise i'm just going to walk away do we say that we don't say that what do we say instead lord even if you give even if you do not give let me see you are, are you able to say that this morning even if you give even if you do not give lord i will serve you even if you heal me, even if you do not heal me, Lord, I will serve you. Lord, even if I starve, even if I have food or I do not have food, I will follow you. You know, God is looking for such followers who can willingly follow Lord Jesus Christ. We don't follow God to please somebody. We don't want to please anybody on this earth. We want to please only our Savior because He is the one who gave His life for us and he expects you to please only him not anybody not any preachers not any pastors not any leaders not any authorities do not please anybody just please only god if you please somebody when they fall you will fall if you follow any minister any preacher of god when they fall you will also fall but do not follow anybody follow lord jesus christ he is the one who gave his life for you and me you know if we follow lord god willingly we don't wait for anybody to tell us come on go and do it but instead, we will just do it. We will just do it. When we follow Lord God willingly, we follow Him wholeheartedly. We don't follow Him partially. We don't follow Him out of fear. We don't follow Him out of anger. We don't follow Him out of bitterness and disappointment. Following God, that simply means pushing all our priorities away and following God. 
Pushing all our priorities back. You know, there are so many things that we need to do. It is good that if we can be at home and do this this morning, but we decided to keep them aside because we want to follow Lord Jesus Christ. You know, church, church, this morning, we need to come to that kind of commitment and understanding with Lord God. Otherwise, God cannot use us. You know, God cannot use somebody who is not available. God cannot use somebody who is not willing to push their priorities and stand for God. And this is time that God is expecting us to keep our priorities. They will happen anyway. But first priority is the work of God. First priority is the kingdom of God. God expects such a disciples. And this morning, to make this a little more clear, I would like to take you through a couple of people from the word of God. Number one is Abraham. Abraham followed God willingly. Moses followed God willingly. Elisha followed God willingly. Abraham, Moses, and Elisha from their lives. We are just trying to understand what does it mean to say follow God willingly. I want to take you to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. In fact, I would like to read that. Genesis chapter 12. A couple of verses there. Verses 1, 2, 4. Lord God looked at Abraham. Abraham, in fact. And he spoke to Abraham in verse 1, Genesis 12. Now the Lord God had said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Just follow me carefully. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Verse 3. I will bless those who bless you. I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. What did God say to Abraham? Get out of your country from your family. Let's read verse 4. So Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. You know, Abraham was willingly following Lord God. The moment God said, you get out of your country, get out of your family, there was no questions asked, no excuses told by Abraham. Abraham, all that he said is, Abraham departed, scripture says, is Abraham departed as the Lord God had spoken to him. <coughs> you know, that is an example of following Lord God willingly. moment Abraham realized that it is a voice of God, he did that right there without asking any question, without bringing any confusion in our mind. You know, today when God speaks to us, you know, we get confused most of the time. We think maybe it's God or it may be devil. Maybe it's God's voice or it may be human voice. So what do I do? I will go and fast for three more days and pray to God. And after fasting for three days, God again speaks to us. The same way he spoke to Samuel. He tells us, but then, we don't want to leave whatever God is asking us to leave. Abraham was willingly following Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, Lord, if it is you that are asking me to go and leave my country and my people, I'm doing it, Lord, right there. Abraham followed God willingly. What about Moses? What about Moses? Moses was a little young man living in the house of Pharaoh. And he was trained in all the, all the tricks of, you know, of the Egyptians. He knew very well how to handle people, you know, how to take authority. And he, as he was growing in the palace of Pharaoh. But a time came when Moses grew uh, um, as a man. Scripture says in Hebrews 11, 24 to 25. Hebrews 11, 24 and 25. By faith Moses, when he became of age, that means he grew as a, as a little young man. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God 
than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the, the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he looked to the reward. Scripture says, following God was an option which was kept in front of Moses. Just listen to me for a moment. Following God was an option. Moses had a great career in the, in the, in the palace of Pharaoh. And at the same time, he also looked at God's call in his life to go and serve his own people. You know, most of the time, God's call comes in our lives in that same way. You see a great need in your life that without you, your family cannot be blessed. Without you, your sister cannot get married. Without you, you know, your father cannot buy a house. Without you, probably, you know, something may not happen in your house, in your family. You look at that one point of time, one side and the other side, you look at God's call in your life. You know, Moses was in a, in, in, in a, in a, in a, in a junction where he was supposed to take a decision in his life. But scripture says Moses was willingly, he was willing to follow Lord Jesus Christ. This is what he said. He chose the sufferings of Christ, then the riches of Egypt. He wanted to be with God's children rather than sitting at the palace. Moses was willing to follow Lord God. Willingly following Lord Jesus means, as I said, pushing our priorities. Getting out of our comfort zone. It's not easy to follow Lord, Lord Jesus when he's asking you to follow. You may have to get out of your comfort zone at times. Following Lord is very important. It's, it's very important that we follow him willingly. Finally, what about Elijah? It's a very interesting story from 1 Kings chapter 19. Let's go there for, for a moment. 1 Kings chapter 19. Verses 19 to 21. Prophet Elijah was continuing his ministry. At some point of time, as he was ministering, Scripture says in 1 Kings 19, 19, So he departed from there, Elijah departed from there, and he found Elijah, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke, yoke of oxen before him. And he was with the twelfth. Then Elijah passed by him and threw his mantle on Elijah. And he left the oxen, Elijah left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, please let me kiss my father and my mother and then I will follow you. And Elijah said to Elijah, go back again for what have I done to you? So Elijah turned back from him and took a yoke of oxen and slaughtered them and boiled their flesh using the oxen's equipment and gave it to the people and they ate. Then he arose, Elijah arose and followed Elijah and became his servant. You know, here we see the call of God coming upon Elijah. As Elijah was plowing with the 12 yoke of oxen before him, he was such a rich man. You know, nobody had told yoke of oxen on that day on their field. He was such a rich man. And now Elijah is walking near Elijah. And that's a moment the call of God is coming upon Elijah. And it came in such a way that Elijah took his mantle and threw the mantle on Elijah. And the moment the mantle fell upon Elijah, he realized that it is a call of God in his life. Because he knew very well about prophet Elijah. And you know what he came and told him? Just give me a moment. I will go back to my house, kiss my dad and my mom, 
and say goodbye to them and come back and join you. But scripture says Elijah was very angry. He looked at Elijah and said, go back again for what have I done to you? That means I don't have anything to do with you. If you want to go and kiss your father and mom, you keep doing it. But I'm asking you to follow God. But mom and Elijah realized that God is expecting me to follow him willingly. He went and killed an oxen and he made food out of it. And he destroyed all his equipment and he followed Elijah. You know, God expects us to follow him willingly. Willingly following God is more important at times than saying goodbye to our parents. Willing for, willingly following God becomes more important than even kissing our mom and dad. God is not asking us not to do that, but God is asking, teaching us the priority in our lives. When it comes to a matter of priority, the priority always goes to kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. Then your family comes next. That doesn't mean that you don't need to take care of your family. In the ministry, your family obviously comes first. You need to take care of your family. But more than everything on this earth, the priority is God Almighty. The priority is God Almighty. Now those who are ministering, we used to say that God is your, you, your family is your first priority. Then your ministry. But more than everything on this earth, God is ultimate priority. You know, at times, God demands that priority in your life. And this was the time that God was demanding that priority in the life of Elisha. And Elisha was willing to do it. Willingness to follow was more important than our profession at times. You know, I know this morning, you know, some of you sitting here, you came just, you know, after your night shift, doing your night shift throughout the night, and you are just here in the presence of God. Some of you are sitting here, you know, there, are, there is work, but then you don't want that salary on Sunday because you chose to come to the presence of God. You know, God honors that. You know, for some reason, I believe, strongly believe God honors that kind of commitment in your life. He expects that. He, expe he doesn't tell you that, you know, you worked in the night, don't come to church today morning. He doesn't tell that. He expects you to follow him. He expects you to follow him. You know, God honors that. And this morning, God is telling you, asking you to willingly follow God. You know, when the call of God comes upon our lives, are we willingly ready to follow Lord Jesus? I believe call of God is upon every one of your life, those who are sitting here this morning. Otherwise, we are not going to sit here. Otherwise, we are not coming here. We are here because the call of God is in our, upon our lives. God has called you for a special reason. It's not same as me. It's not same as somebody. But God has a unique purpose. God has a unique plan in your life. And that plan can be executed only by you. Only by you. That's the reason God has called you. And this morning God is asking you, are you willing to follow me? Are you following me willingly? Let's take it further. If you follow God willingly, a couple of things we don't know, we don't do on this earth. First of all, we don't complain. If we follow God, Lord God willingly, we don't complain because we volunteered to follow him. Nobody pushed us into this. We decided to follow God. So there is no reason why we should complain. There is no way we can complain about it. Secondly, we don't turn back. If we came to follow Lord God, if we decided to follow Lord God, we don't turn back because it is I decided to follow Lord Jesus Christ. You know, today many people come to ministry and they, do, they just go back. They start following Lord Jesus and they don't follow Lord God continuously. They want to go back to their profession. They don't want to go back to the world. We cannot complain anybody because it's we decided to follow Lord Jesus Christ. And if we decide to follow Lord God, nothing can stop us. 
Nothing can stop us. Sickness cannot stop us. Failure cannot stop us. Disappointment cannot stop us because we decided to follow Lord Jesus Christ willingly. Nothing can separate us. You know, that's the reason Paul is able to say, nothing can separate me from the love of God. The love, that affection that I have for my Savior, nothing can separate me because I'm following him willingly. Nothing can divert our attention to something else. Nothing can deceive us. Nothing can threaten us. You know, the kind of persecution that's going on in all around the world today. Nothing can threaten a child of God because we decided to follow him willingly. We decided to follow Lord Jesus God willingly. And this morning, the only one question that he is asking you and me is, are you following Jesus willingly? This morning, I would like to close with a story of a missionary by name, Benya. And I'm sure none of, would have, none of us would have heard about this name of this missionary, Benya. December 19, 19th of 2004 was supposed to be a great day, a special day for a boy of 12 years old, Junosh Paul. But it was supposed to be his 13th birthday but instead of happiness, his parents and his siblings, they were having a painful memory of this little boy who just left them a year back. John Dees claimed the life of Paul. As Paul's parents were cross-cultural missionaries in Malkangiri district of Warissa state of India. Paul's parents, they came as a missionary to this nation of India and they decided to work among the tribes in Malkangiri district. Malkangiri, the name itself is, uh, you know, it brings an alarm in our lives because people, once they go to Malkangiri, they will never go back to that place again. Because Malkangiri was known for horrible epidemic malaria in addition to the kind of poverty they had and starvation they had in that place. And statistics says four out of five people, that means 80% of that population in Malkangiri district, they lived under the poverty line. More than that, there were continuous attack from the Naxalites. And there were always fight going on between police and Naxalites. And because of the huge amount of killing that happened to police, even they fled from that place and the whole district was under the control of Naxalites. You know, the decision to go to that such a place that involves very high risk was taken by Benia and his family. The keep, he was keep receiving a word from the Lord. If you, do not, if you do not go, who will go? You know, as a result, he and his wife and his three little children, they set out on a mission trip to Malkangiri in the Orissa district of India. The people there had an eternally different culture and they spoke a different language, tribal language. Their lifestyle was totally different. But they were not reached by the gospel. And this was continuously ringing in the minds of Benya's family. <coughs> Very soon, they had to encounter the cost of their decision. Their youngest son, Paul, fell sick. You know, sickness was very common at that moment in that place. And he felt sick. It all began when Benia was called to speak in an outreach meeting. We call it as convention, in a convention. 
in Semilipadar village. Semilipadar was a village nearby. He was asked to speak in that convention and travel to Semilipadar village was very tiresome because it requires 65 kilometers travel by bus and four hours of travel by ferry and 15 kilometers of walk by foot. Then only they can reach that Semilipadar village. You know, whenever it, passed, it was possible, Benia used to take his wife and his family with him. And this time, Benia took his wife and his youngest son, Paul. And the convention went very well. They came back rejoicing because many souls gave their lives to Lord Jesus Christ for the first time. On reaching back home, Benia and his wife, they fell sick. They had severe fever and Benia could recover a couple of days later and wife was caught up with malaria. And after, after a few weeks, and she even recovered, but only his little child, Paul, he couldn't recover. And his sickness became typhoid. And they tried all the you know, limited medical facilities available there in Malkangiri. And the doctors urged uh, Benya to take his son to Nabarangpur, around 150 kilometers from Malkangiri. Now Benia, along his, with his uh, wife and his little son, they came to Nabrangpur. Uh, there is a Christian mission hospital. After continued, uh, continuous medication in that hospital, he was better healed and he was returned to Malkangiri. And travel was, to Malkangiri was not that easy. You know, Benia and his wife, they stood barefoot on that bus as the bus traveled 150 kilometers you know, from the place of the treatment and from the place where, you know, uh, of their residence. And it was a tedious journey. And Paul, the little boy, you know, he couldn't find any place to sit. And he was just sitting on the, the heated engine of the bus. You know, that's a little place he got to sit on the day. And you know what as the effect of that heat, when they reached home, he was uh, caught up with the, he was caught with the jaundice. And Benia's you know, wallet was completely empty because of this travel. He couldn't spend anymore and then he couldn't pay for the electricity and that there was no power in his house too. And there you know, further medical care was not helping Paul. And Paul was going through a terrible pain in his body. And eventually he couldn't continue. He couldn't urinate and he couldn't sleep and he couldn't do anything in his life. He was in a very crucial condition. And eventually he left this earth with so much of pain in his body. He said goodbye to his earthly home. And we, he went to heaven. And the parents of this uh, and his brothers you know, and sisters and sister, they were painfully watching uh, Paul breathing his last breath. You know, Benia... She just closed her eyes and she, just, she screamed out, bursting out with cry. And Benya, even he was trying to control, but he couldn't control. They cried, they cried and cried. You know, the parents, they knew already the risk they are about to take. Even when they visited for the first time to Malkangiri, because they were warned enough. But they keep hearing the voice of God saying them, telling them, if you do not go, who will go? You know, they knew the danger very well in advance. But they, if they don't go, who will go to that place? The children, they did not choose to come to that village, never. They were not happy when they came here to that village. But you know what? The commitment, the dedication of willingly following Lord Jesus Christ brought Benia as he was willingly obey the great commission that spoken by Lord Jesus Christ in his life. He brought his life, uh, his family to this particular place. And their journey was very hard. Junosh Paul was really a gift from God. Willingly the parents gave back that gift back to God. You know, they comforted saying that 
the fact that Lord God sent his own son to this mission field and he allowed his own son to be buried in this mission field. And I got a privilege of burying my own son in the same mission field. You know, no doubt that that brought great harvest to the state of Orissa. That simple reason was a great harvest came to that place because the kernel of wheat fallen on the ground, dead. And no doubt it brought great measure of harvest to that state. And today we see, even though persecution is going on in that state, we see churches there. We see mission fields there. We see, we see missionary work going on. The simple reason was his parents were willing to follow Lord God. And this morning I believe that's the expectation of God Almighty in your life and in my life. Shall we close our eyes this morning? And I do not know, God may not ask you to go as a missionary to that land or somewhere else. But God is asking you to follow him willingly wherever you are without complaint, without murmur, without, 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 without any laziness. God is asking you to follow him very closely. You know, God has given us good health. This morning I heard that a dear woman a family they ministered to God in Pennsylvania they were with us for some time this morning I came to know that she is stuck with cancer you and I do not have cancer only reason is God is expecting you to willingly follow Lord you do not have you will not you do not have you are not gone through a heart attack the simple reason is God wants you to follow him willingly and this morning he is challenging you he is asking you my son my daughter are you willing to follow me? And if we are not willing to follow, whatever we do, try to do in this place is a waste of time. And if we are not following him willingly, whatever we try to say, whatever we try to do in our life is a waste. And this morning, God is asking you, God is reminding you, Benia gave his entire family to God. And he rushed to that nation when the call of God came upon his life. Willingly, nobody told him to go to India. Nobody pushed him towards India. He rushed there willingly. And this morning, you are so worried about what is going on in your family. And God is telling you, forget those things. God is telling you, keep those things aside. Your family will be taken care. Your condition will be taken care. That will be set all right. But God is asking you, urging you this morning to follow him carefully. And I want you to listen to the word of, word of God this morning. Voice of the Holy Spirit this morning. Forget those things and follow God carefully. Follow God carefully, willingly. That's the priority. That's the number one priority in your life. This morning, God wants you to obey to the voice of the Holy Spirit. This morning, God is speaking to you, my son, my daughter. God wants you to follow him willingly, willingly, willingly. Will it happen? May it happen, may not happen, but God wants you. This morning, God has spoken to you enough. Can you respond to the voice of the Holy Spirit? And tell him, Lord, what I go through in my family, it's nothing compared to what many have gone through in this life. What I go through, Lord, with my children is nothing. What he has gone through with this little son. What I go through the trouble in my family is comparatively nothing, Lord, nothing. What some of the missionaries are facing in the forefront for the same cause, for the same cause. And this morning, God has given you all the comfort. God has given you everything that you wanted. And he is just standing at the door and knocking your door and telling you, asking you, my son, my daughter, will you follow me? Will you follow me? Shall we just...
Tell him, Lord, no matter what it takes, I'm willing to follow. And this morning, I want to see you. I want to see the response of the Holy Spirit at this moment. I just want you to respond to the Holy Spirit, telling, Lord, I will follow no matter what you want me to do, no matter what it takes, Lord. Those who would like to follow this morning, I want you to stand. I would like you to stand in your feet this morning. If God has spoken to you, only if God has spoken to you, just stand in your feet and tell him in response. Don't tell me, but tell God, Lord, I will follow you. I will follow you, Lord, no matter what it takes. I will follow you. I see a heavy demanding of the Holy Spirit in this place this morning, telling about you, your life, completely committed to Lord, following him, following him. Only one thing that you need to watch is the footsteps of Lord Jesus. Wherever he takes you, you need to go there. Nothing else. Nothing else. Nothing else is material. Everything else is immaterial in this world. Just watch carefully his footsteps. Some of us have already put our foot somewhere else. Where God, whereas God wants you to go somewhere else. And this morning, God is asking you to come back in line with God, in line with the Holy Spirit and tell him, Lord, sorry that I have gone away a little while. Lord, sorry I have gone away a little while. Lord, this morning I'm coming back to you. Lord, I'm following your footsteps. I'm willing to follow your footsteps. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I feel, I believe this morning, some of you are, are feeling the urging, urging demand of the Holy Spirit in your heart. Just go ahead and give yourself to God, hallelujah. As you stand in his presence this morning. Father, I ask you that you would touch each and every one of us. Lord, with your mighty hands. And we pray that, Lord, you would give us the zeal in our hearts that will never be taken out of us, oh God. No matter what we go through on this earth, Lord, we are always on fire for God. This morning, I pray for such a heavy anointing to come and rest upon each and every one of us, oh God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Lord, quicken us, oh God. Some of us are so lazy. This morning, I ask you that you would quicken us, Lord. You would feed us up, oh Father God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let the fire continue to burn in our lives, oh Father. Lord, we give all glory to you. You take all the glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.